Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. All right, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! I get a lot of questions when I was still employed how I got started and all these things, how I fast-tracked my career from being an entry-level employee to become a supervisor, a manager, and then an operations director uh, before I went on to become a full-time entrepreneur. If you want to take control of your career, this would be the good episode to talk more about that because I'll be sharing with you some tips perhaps on how to be in control of your own career, especially for those who are just starting out their careers in the corporate world, I mean, this would be a good beginner's guide for you guys. If you're ready, let's do this. One thing I wanted to share with you guys first is something I did wrong and I wanted to correct it. And I learned the hard way, which is to talk less and listen more. When I was starting out in one of my first jobs, I was a tech wizard at that time because my course was computer applications, so I knew a lot about computers. The first job that I had was regarding internet connectivity. I knew I was an expert in this. It was really helpful in my industry being in tech support, but the thing is, it rubbed off people in a very bad way. It came out that I was kind of brash or rude because it felt like I knew all because I always said yeah I know how it works I know how to do this even to the point that the supervisor hated me just because it made him feel like threatened he felt threatened because he felt that I might be too good and be even better than he is thing is I was just starting out the important lesson here is to talk less and listen more if you have a skill let your work do the talk and people will take notice for that so you'll never get ahead without learning when it's the right time to speak and uh, being a great listener makes you more likable to people. And that's one thing I noticed when I was starting out is that not a lot of people liked me. It's because I wasn't a great listener. I talked more about myself rather than trying to know more about genuinely, genuinely about the people around me in my team. We were a team of about 18 people and it was always about me, 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 me and not about asking more about my teammate. It doesn't look like that I'm a a good team player. It made me not likable and not trustworthy because people would not open open up to you if you're not a good listener. You will know more about people when you are a good listener. And the way people will, you will know more about people is that when you open yourselves up to be a good listener. This skill will take you for sure to the next level a lot faster. It makes you a better communicator. Being able to communicate is one thing, but part of that is being a good listener. So talk less and listen more. Number two, is a great lesson for those starting out their careers is to develop a positive attitude. Now, I know positivity is contagious and so is negativity, right? And you don't want to be a some be around someone who is negative. Like I have I remember I had teammates or workmates who are so negative and I just didn't want to be around them. Or if I was around them because I have no choice, because they're seated right next to me, I had no choice. I was so pissed off every day just because their negativity was so contagious. But there are people who lift you up at the same time who are around you who are positive 
and you yourself, you know, tend to become one as well. If you're around negative energy, you bring in negative energy. If you're on positive energy, you bring more positive energy. You need to radiate positivity and good vibe. Ditch any negative thoughts that you have when you're at work. Don't bring the negative things or baggages that you have at home. That's one thing I remember. If you had a bad breakup with, with your partner or you had a fight with, with your family or your, your sibling, don't bring it to work. They, they, your workmates don't deserve that. If you ditch your negative thoughts, opportunities will surely follow you. Number two. Next thing is creative thinking. Not all jobs, they say, require creative thinking. Well, that's wrong. Thinking creatively starts with the right tools in mind. Number one, you have to make time for deep thought. That requires a lot of focus and alone time. Number two, having a daily journal, you know, just putting in like a few words, maybe three sentences of how your day went. I know your day becomes routinary when you are working in the corporate world, but put something unique of what happened to you every day would go a long way. And when you revisit it, it would be nice to look at it. Next thing is to revisit ideas often. When you have ideas, it's good to have a notebook, maybe your notepad ready. Just write out bits and pieces of ideas that you have and share them eventually to people, you know, and maybe open up your ideas to people who would appreciate your idea. Creativity is a skill that leads to an amazing skill. And people or companies pay people who have creative ideas or who have fresh takes on different things. That's why companies tend to hire people who are a, a lot younger because they tend to have these crazy ideas about things rather than someone who has more experience ready and has done it repeatedly as if it was was routinary. So that's number three, creative thinking. Next thing is to be assertive, not aggressive, assertive. Assertive means that you're speaking up. When you feel strongly about something, don't be afraid to stand strong or stand different from another. This will separate you from the pack. Remember when I was a, a supervisor already and we were about 30 supervisors and when we had sharing our best practices with one another, I wanted to disagree with the person who said that they have to do something and I had to, dis I wanted to disagree. You know, if you don't speak up your thoughts, you you will forever remember it as the point wherein you said nothing. Because up to now, I still wish I, I stood up and said, I don't agree with what you're saying. It's okay that you disagree with someone. What's not okay is that when you become disrespectful to other people, when you disagree. Disagreements are normal and it's part of life, but being rude to another person is a different thing. Being assertive is a lot different than being aggressive. So be assertive if you want to speak something, speak your mind, do so, but be respectful at the same time. Number five, one of the important skills that I learned, and this is a technical skill that I feel that everyone in who's working in the corporate world should learn. Learn how to use Excel. I know some of you will, will raise eyebrows for this, but this is a powerful tool across all types of industries. Not just using the basic formulas and such, but take some basic courses and then scale up your skills. It's going to be worth it and you're going to become more valuable because if you know Excel, most likely you've already known how to use probably Word or PowerPoint. And Mac has pages for Word, for Mac, numbers for Excel. Anyway, forgot about it. But you get my point. Learn Excel. It's a great tool. You become more valuable with it. Spreadsheets. It's going to be awesome for you. Since you are in this channel, number six would be an important topic. And I feel that you're already that, which is be coachable. No one knows everything. I myself don't know everything. If I said I knew everything, then I wouldn't learn anything. I'm forever a student of whatever I'm interested in. Whatever interest I have, I'll always be a student of that because I'll always be learning stuff about things that I'm interested in. So the ability to take feedback and implement it 
is the key to success. I mean, you can read all the books that you want, but if you're not able to apply it and be able to work with a coach that can help you take you to the next level, it doesn't go anywhere. When you are constantly learning, you're constantly growing at the same time. Number six, be coachable. Okay? And by the way, if you're already here in this channel, make sure to subscribe and leave a comment in the comment section down below. Moving on to number seven, which is to take initiative. Now, the ability to see what needs to be done and to do it without being asked is a great quality. You want to be that person that takes initiative before it even happens. One of the words that I learned and I had to research about it when I was working at Accenture was the word proactive. And I remember that day we're in, my operations manager told me that she was describing me as being proactive and I didn't know what that word is. And one one of my teammates said the word bida bida. I thought it was a negative thing and then I found out when I searched about it that being proactive means that you do things ahead of everyone else before you're even told. And it can be both a good thing and bad thing, but for me, it's really a good thing. If you're proactive, it means that you're preventing bad things from happening for the business before it actually happens. I feel that that's taking the initiative to do the right thing, not doing things right, because those are two different things, right? Number eight, this is a special skill, which is to speed reading. Now, you can read and comprehend faster by learning some speed reading techniques. I read a book called Triple Your Reading Speed, and that's helped me a lot. Really read faster and go from, I think, 120 words per minute to about 300 plus words per minute when I'm reading. And some of these tips is to use your fingers to guide your eye and to do block reading. If you don't know what block reading is, you can go on Google and search what block reading is is and you can scan for key concepts and ideas sometimes i just skim through books and look at it and find the juicy parts that i want to read upon instead of reading word per word as if i'm reading it from my mind when you read word per word it slows you down instead you want to be reading from the middle more on that i think i've done a video on how to read fast before maybe we'll do that again. Number eight, learn how to read faster. Number nine, this is why I always tell that no one cares about your grades in college because when you go to work, they will ask for your expertise and your experience, which is why emotional intelligence come into factor, which is number nine. Now, you need to be aware of and manage your own emotions when you're at work. You'll be harassed and be stressed so much by your boss that sometimes, you know, you would just quit right in the middle of your work based on the stress that's given to you by them. And you need not a high IQ but the high EQ. The emotions of others will tend to pour into you if you don't have the right mindset to go along with it. Emotional intelligence is crucial to your long-term success. Most people who are successful in their own field are successful because of their high EQ, not because of their high IQ. People with high IQ tend to be usually the top-tier managers of companies. They're not the decision makers. These are the managers, not the leaders. Just my opinion though. Ten, number 10 is kind of connected to number 11. But before that, let's focus number 10, which is to be decisive. I like working people who are decisive, which means that they make decisions right there and there based on their gut. Making decisions quickly is a skill that's going to help you in all areas of your life, not just your work, but your personal life as well. So know the truth, connect it with your values, and connect it with the vision that you have for yourself. Then use that to decide. If your gut is saying you no, then definitely the answer is no. If your gut says it's a yes for you, then 
then most likely it's a yes for you. Go with your gut. It never is wrong. And lastly, this is a very important skill that I think I'm thankful for that I honed during my grade school and high school years. And I think this is one of the positives of learning this thing when I was in grade school and high school, which was communication. Now, it's a core skill that will help you in every area of your life. You want to put yourselves into situations where you are learning how to communicate with others. And when you communicate with others, you learn how to network yourselves outside of your own industry as well. This will help you grow your network. And at the same time, being a good communicator is a sure sign that it separates the leaders from the great leaders, from the managers, the great ones as, as well. So that's number 11, communication. Question of the day, out of all the 11 tips perhaps that I shared with you, which one do you think will be very helpful for you in your budding career? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and I'll do my best to repost or comment on it. Follow me on Instagram at antoniogirid.jr. Leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my YouTube channel, Coach Antonio Aguirre Jr. I'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode. All right? Peace.